Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome to podcast episode number 68, What I Want You to Know. Let me start by sharing that I am taking a two-week break from the podcast because I want to spend some time with my family and work on a few things that I'm bringing you in January. And so I want to close out the year by sharing 10 things that I want you to know. If you are someone who wants to find yourself, I say that in air quotes, live a life you love even more than the one you're living right now and lose your weight for the last time as a part of that process. You see, if you're overweight and have been wanting to lose weight for a long time, like I was for three decades, you probably think or possibly think, like I did, that the answer to feeling better about yourself and your life is to permanently lose your weight. But it doesn't work quite like that. The secret is not in the losing of the weight, but in the journey you take to lose it. Some weight loss journeys give you the tools and skills to create that better life. And again, I'm saying that in air quotes because there's not really any such thing as a better life, just a better way to think and feel about how you choose to live your life. And that is what I want for you. But before I get started with this episode, I want to share something. I am currently offering the option to purchase the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership as a gift. There are three month and 12 month gift options available. So if your significant other or someone else is asking you what you would truly like for Christmas, why not choose the gift of an amazing journey of self-care and discovery as you create the relationship with food and yourself that you truly want? A relationship with food that will set you free. And the way that this works is that when they purchase the gift, they get a unique code that they gift to you so that you can start the membership from a date that you choose. So they can purchase today and you can start on the 4th of Jan or the 10th of Jan or any time that works for you. Alternatively, if this is something you've wanted to do for a while, why not treat yourself? Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash gift 21, that's G-I-F-T and then the numbers 21, to find out all the details. And another reason why I encourage you to set yourself up for the Lose Weight Live Life program in the new year is that in addition to everything already in there, I will be teaching new weekly live lessons designed to take you through everything from the beginning, starting in January and running through to March. This is a new format that I'm testing and it may be a one-off. So if you've been waiting for a good time to join, this could well be it. And again, the link to find out more is www.thebestyou.coach forward slash gift 20. Okay, so let's get on with what I want to share with you today. I want to wrap up this year of podcasts by leaving you with some insight into what I've learned on my journey as a weight mindset coach this year. And that's in my role as a coach to my clients through the one-to-one coaching, the mastermind groups and the academy membership program. And in my role as a student of the advanced coaching and weight loss certifications I've taken. 
and in my role as just another human doing her best to live a life she loves. Because as I mentioned earlier, it's the journey that matters when you want to lose weight for life. Okay, so number one, I want you to know that one of the secrets to permanent weight loss success is learning how to enjoy your weight loss journey. Now, I would have been the first person to ignore this advice. I would have been like, I don't want to be distracted by learning how to enjoy the process. I just want to get it done. The thing is that you want to lose your weight the way in which you want to eat for life. And if you don't figure out how you want to eat for life in a way that is good and enjoyable, it's going to be incredibly difficult to stick with it forever. You see, when you start losing weight, depending on how much weight you want to lose, it can be easy to do things temporarily that create the result of weight loss on the scales. And it's seeing those numbers on the scales that motivates you. The scales become the equivalent of your boss giving you great feedback at work. It feels good. They give you the validation that what you're doing is working. But the closer you get to your goal weight, the less often you get this approval and validation from the scales. And if you're not enjoying what you're doing and how you're eating, it can feel tough to keep going. And then when you reach your goal weight, you find yourself still pushing through, doing things that aren't fun or feel difficult with no reward or validation from the scales. And once the initial euphoria of reaching your goal weight, shopping for new clothes, being congratulated by people has worn off, that becomes increasingly difficult. So what I want you to know is that it's worth making the effort to answer questions like, how can I see this journey as a gift to me? How can I make this fun? How can I make every step on this journey feel like self-care? How can I love who I am and how I am being as I learn to create the relationship with food that works for me? Okay, number two, I want you to know that feeling your emotions is one of the secret sources of success. Now, most of us grew up being taught not to feel our emotions. We were told things like, be brave, don't cry. I can remember being told not to have a long face because the wind would change direction and it would stick. Being told to calm down if too excited is something else that many of us were told. It's normal. The problem is we're so good at masking and avoiding feeling our emotions that it's become very difficult for us to allow ourselves to feel them instead of resisting them and instead of reacting to them. Your inclination to feel the urge or the desire to eat something that is not aligned with your weight loss goals is likely to resist that feeling, to think that you need willpower to override it. The problem is when you resist, you create a store or a vat, if you like, of desire. And eventually that store or vat or jar of desire reaches its capacity and overflows, at which point, and I say this in air quotes, give in and eat in a way that may feel as though you're out of control, just like an overflowing jar of liquid. Feeling that urge or desire to eat something that future you doesn't want you to eat is your opportunity to start or continue building your skill of feeling the emotion that is the urgent desire to eat. That feeling is not painful. That feeling is not hurting you. It will not do anything unpleasant to you when you feel it. And learning to feel it is incredibly powerful. Can you imagine how much easier it is to eat the way that you want to, to create the relationship with food that you want, when feeling urgent desire to eat something different isn't a problem. It's just a feeling that washes over you. It might not feel great, but you feel it and it passes. Think of it a bit like a flush of embarrassment. You notice it and you don't love it, but it passes relatively quickly. That's what's possible for your food desire and urges when you're willing to learn how to feel them instead of resisting them or reacting them to them with eating to be like. Okay, and following on from number two, number three, I also want you to know that the more we lean into feeling discomfort, the less discomfort we feel. 
You see, we don't only eat in response to the urgent desire we feel to have the foods that we think are delicious, such as chocolate, cake, crisps, wine, whatever delicious is to you. We also eat to avoid feelings such as boredom, stress, incapability, frustration, loneliness. We found that we can use food as a way to feel better in the moment, but don't connect the dots as far as recognizing that choosing to avoid discomfort in the moment only creates more discomfort in our life. It creates the discomfort of frustration when we have thoughts about our clothes being too tight, the discomfort of fear when we're worried about our health, the discomfort of shame when we see ourselves in our friend's photo and wish we looked different. When you learn how to embrace discomfort, you become empowered by it instead of derailed by it. When you embrace discomfort, you feel empowered to not only eat the way you want to be healthy and reach your weight loss goals, you also learn how to apply that skill to other areas of your life and achieve amazing things. When you learn how to allow it to be okay that you feel unconfident about facilitating that meeting at work and do it anyway, you grow in confidence. When you allow it to be okay that you're disappointed that the plans have changed again and have compassion for yourself whilst you feel that disappointment, you'll feel better sooner than if you judge yourself and resist feeling it. By feeling your emotions, you stop the negative emotion cycle with the disappointment rather than letting it spiral into frustration and then maybe anger and then judgment of yourself for being angry. It just perpetuates, it just continues. Okay, number four, I want you to know that if you're someone who has spent your life believing you're not enough in some way, and I think that many of us, if not all of us have, then doing the work to turn down the volume on that default way of thinking is a lifelong process and that's okay. And it most certainly doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. I'm sorry to tell you, you're never going to be fixed. And I'm happy to tell you that you don't need fixing. Don't use the negative thoughts that you have as a reason to not do stuff or to hold yourself back, to not go after your dreams. These thoughts you have about yourself are just sentences in your mind. They are not truths and they're never going to 100% disappear. They're a part of being human. So please learn to live with them, learn to talk back to them, learn to turn down the volume, learn that they are not fact or truth and don't let them hold you back from achieving what you want whilst you wait for them to go away. Because as I said, they're not going anywhere. I find it helpful to see them with compassion. The thoughts I have about me are a part of me that is well-intentioned in some way, even if I can't always see what that is. I can acknowledge them and not listen to them and not believe them. Okay, number five. I want you to know that continually taking small action in the moment is the way forward. It's not always what you do that's important. It's often the way in which you do it. Making one small change of drinking a glass of water, eating off a smaller plate, saying no to the dessert or drink, that decision that takes just seconds can have a phenomenally significant impact on your weight loss journey. Your decision-making skill is a critical skill to learn and it's one that you can practice continually throughout the day. Every decision you make will either take you a step closer to being the person who has the relationship with food that you want or a step further away from being her. You get an opportunity to make hundreds, well, maybe not quite hundreds, but almost, maybe, of those decisions every single day. When you make more decisions that take you closer than you make decisions that take you further away, you will be making progress. And it really is as simple as that. I implore you to explore how you can make more decisions today that will get you what you truly want. You might even want to do a decision audit from a place of curiosity to see how many decisions you make for and against your future self. Number six, I want you to know that all your weight loss obstacles, challenges, and what you might call failures are your solution to figuring it all out. They are your gift. You see, the thing is, we're so blind to our relationship with food. Most of the time, we're not aware of it. Even when we're focusing on 
our efforts to lose weight, we only focus on the tip of the iceberg because the bit below the surface, our beliefs, we don't see as something to be addressed, to be changed. We think that they just are. They're just there. So for this reason, we often cannot see what we can change to make things easier until we are working at changing and then we fail or we meet an obstacle. Every single time you have that internal acknowledgement of regret or frustration about what you did, you have an invitation to be curious and explore to figure out what was going on for you. You're using your challenges and obstacles as opportunities to uncover your hidden belief systems so that you can upgrade them to ones that will work better for you. Now, I'm not great with computer analogies, but if you can imagine your laptop is not running as efficiently as it could be, or usually does, but you don't notice. Well, you might sense that some things have slowed down a bit, but you just carry on until, of course, something fails and you can't carry on. Then when it fails, you run some diagnostics and you fix the problem. You're not just fixing that failure that took place in the moment. You're also fixing things below the surface that were creating the laptop to run inefficiently. And it's the same for when things go wrong on your weight loss journey. Failing is an opportunity to run some diagnostics on your relationship with food to figure out what's going on for you so that you can understand and then make things easier going forward. Number seven, I want you to know that you cannot lose weight for the last time without overeating and eating things you later regret. Again, partially related to the previous point I made, but slightly different and worth emphasizing here because this is vastly different to the diet mentality that many of us grew up with, where success meant eating only what we were supposed to eat and eating anything else was seen as a failure of doing it wrong, which of course should be avoided at all costs. Now, I make this point again here because I want you to know that you have to break free from that previous diet mentality where you make it mean something negative about you when you fail. Failure is a part of the journey. The more times you fail, when you use failure to help you and not against you, the more likely you are to achieve lifelong weight loss success and create the relationship with food that you want. Number eight, I want you to know that you are beautiful, worthy, and deserving of an amazing life, no matter what the number on the scales says. I don't want you to lose weight to feel better about yourself. I want you to lose weight because you want to live in a smaller body, not to conform to any norm, just because you want to. Whether that's to do with health or shopping for clothes, it doesn't matter. Stop telling yourself you should lose weight, that you have to lose weight and really own once and for all, whether you want to. There is no right or wrong, just what you want from a place of unconditional self-love for yourself. The relationship we have with our weight is tightly intertwined with the relationship we have with ourselves. We cannot successfully address one without the other. Number nine, I want you to know that there is nothing to crack. There is no point where you have got it all solved just like life itself. You just get to show up and take one day at a time. One of my greatest frustrations and sources of sadness is when I see ladies giving up on themselves because they are frustrated with themselves or judging themselves. I want you to know that self-sabotaging behavior, avoiding behavior, compare and despair is all normal. You notice these behaviors is not a reason to give up. They are just another obstacle on your journey. And just like I shared earlier, an opportunity for you to understand yourself better. If you self-sabotage your efforts, you know that overcoming your self-sabotage tendencies is something you're going to want to learn to overcome to create that relationship with food and yourself. And if you self-sabotage yourself on your weight loss efforts, I guarantee you will be self-sabotaging in other areas of your life too. This is your opportunity to understand what it's all about so that you can self-sabotage less in your life and know what to do when it appears. And the same if your behavior is just avoiding or in being in compare and despair mode. These behaviors are there for you to be fascinated with. 
to be understood and then managed, but not to be stopped. They're a part of being human. Number 10, I want you to know that your thoughts determine the number you see on the scales. Everything that you do or don't do in life is because of thoughts that you have about doing and not doing those things based on how you think you will feel. Your thoughts feel like truths, but of course they're not because we all have different and opposing thoughts. Once you've learned how to think like a slim person, you will be a slim person. It really is as simple and as complex as that. The desire you feel for eating the foods that you want right now is not set in stone. The desire for things in your life changes all the time. Think about the people you've desired at different points in your life and how your feelings for them change and evolve. How your desire for different houses you live in change. Things that you own, holidays you take, tastes for what we want in our life change and your taste for food that you want and how you use to food to feel better can change in just the same way too. And I invite you to ponder that as I wrap up this episode. So I want to take this opportunity to say thank you so much for being one of my podcast listeners. It really is my pleasure to share my thoughts about weight loss mindset with you each week. And I am really excited to be continuing this journey with you into 2022. And I just want to take this opportunity to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And just a quick reminder, if you would like to share your journey with me more closely next year, then I would love you to join me inside of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. Check out the Christmas gift options now at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash gift 21. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six month, lose weight, live life, group coaching, mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.